working? Yeah, it looks like it's working perfectly. Working perfectly. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Alter Video Show. And uh, today I'm here with uh, someone, about, well, somebody, someone who I've wanted to have on the show for many, many years. Didn't have your number. Couldn't get your number. Didn't want to give out the number. But I finally I got it. Mark Andrini, would you introduce your other half? This is my brother Pete. This is my main surfing buddy. So wherever I, I was your main surfing buddy. <laughs> Only that day I met you in the water. <laughs> when, there was, when there was a one-wave set and I was hoping you'd let me have it. We had to become friends first. Did you have a wave? I think I did. By accident. That's because you took the one before that had shape and left me the one that didn't have any shape. Count yourself lucky. So, what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to, we're going to go through, we're going to record the history of Mark Andrini. But as my friend Mark and another Mark, a fan of yours, said, you should do it decade by decade, by decade which we have done with Doug Howe. Decade by decade. So, should we start with like the 20s or the 30s? Well, the reason that we got, we got this job is because we're old enough to be able to talk about history. <laughs> So should we talk That's about pretty obvious. where do we start? Where, do, where, well, should, where does one start with you? Well, if, it, if it's when I was alive, then we'd have to start with the 50s. Start with the 50s. Okay, I'm going to check the camera's working. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. The 50s make sense. So, so I was born in 1951. Where? In San Mateo, California. Okay. That's by the San Francisco Airport. I know where that is, yeah. Not most people don't. Yeah, I know where the San Mateo is. Born there, and uh, you know our, our grandfather came from Italy and uh, had his family there. So that's where we started. My dad met our mom. They were swimmers. They loved Boulder Creek. They met at Boulder Creek swimming back there at that that pond. They're both swimming in Boulder Creek. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah. So that was the beginning. But things went awry uh, early on. Yeah. And so after they had me and Pete, my sister and our sister Lisa. Split up is probably five, maybe five, four fives in Raleigh Airport. So we end up with a uh, single mom raising us, and she very quickly wanted to move away from the Bay Area, so she moved us to Santa Barbara. Yeah. And it was in 1957 or so, or six, maybe 1956. So we're little kids, we moved to Santa Barbara. Yeah. 
very few people surfed. There was only two or three hundred surfers, probably in California. The only people who surfed in the 50s, because boards were all made out of wood. They just kind of balsa wood, maybe in the late 40s. And they were heavy? Of course. Yeah. But lifeguards, fishermen, scuba divers, anybody involved in the ocean, those were surfers, not, not land people. So surfing was a heat mat, water mats, Surf yet. And then finally, our parents 
she drove us down to Rincon, which is 12 miles south yeah. in Santa Barbara, and that's where there were actually people surfing. And that's the first time we ever saw anybody ride right away that I recall. So they popped, so your, how, how different was your pop? Did you pop up or did you kind of scramble up? Or was it, was it, not, was it pretty or not pretty when you first went out there and left that? Wait, he, no one was there, right? No. <laughs> You should have seen us. <laughs> yeah, we had it wired. You did not have to serve on the living room. Oh, yeah. Oh, your mom did? How to pat, catch the wave, how to stand up. I mean, she actually coached us. And, uh, and actually, the first waves we ever stood up on were not led better. That was the second step. It was the sandbar, the Santa Barbara Harbor. Yeah. The end of the sand spin, which is uh, in the endless summer. There's film of the Santa Barbara Sand Spit with George Greeno riding his balsa with Nikor. That's the opening of the end of the summer. And so that's why everybody today knows about the Sand Spit. I mean, now it's famous for barrel riding. Right. We were there, we were only barrel riding in our minds because it was only this big. Right, right, right. But we each caught a wave. My mom drove us to West Beach and then you paddled across the channel to get there. Poor child endangerment. <laughs> And they were like 11, 12, 11 and 12, yeah. you know, battling through a shipping channel.
always shirked with him when he was writing that. But the real story is, is that there was another guy, there's no way I'm going to remember his name, but there was a guy in Santa Cruz that is the guy who started that whole idea of using leash just before Pat. Pat's the one that gets the publicity for it. But, but let me tell you who the real person is. You know who Jim Foley is? So Jim Foley 
grew up with his dad making every kind of board, and so he picked it up with his dad, and shortboarding was what they did. Right. So anyway, ask for any of the old timers. Jim Cooley is the man. He's the man. Right. Do you have Patrick, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's here. Really? We can get you connected. That'd be kind of cool. Thank you, Nick. He's the real deal.
it, it was a He-Man surfing culture then. I'm talking about then, not today. Because yeah, uh, I totally respect female surfers. I have a lot to say about that. At the time, you know, it's no wetsuits, no boards, big waves, giant, you know, heavy boards. It was like a He-Man type of sport. Right. So, as you said before, you want to you want to Restoring surfboards, and when I was 12, so 16. Restoring. 
me was like ding repair. Yeah, guy. ding repair okay. that I would I would get for four or five dollars boards that were missing a fan. Right. The nose and tail's broken off. Yeah. And I would buy these things and I'd take them home and I'd go to the White Owl shop in the Summerland and I'd get scrap fiberglass and key chunks of foam and I'd glue them all together and I'd try and fiberglass and my mom and
So I went down in mid school, drove down, and it was, it was a good, solid six foot day. And you couldn't tell it looked like the three or four feet because there isn't one person on the midst Like today, just powder blue water, not a breath of wind. We didn't know any, we didn't have tight tables then. There weren't some surfboard gas. I just drove down to the pumping. I got my trunks and, and a vest on, wet some vest.
Cavish wrote there, of course, George already invented shortboarding with his BLR and that would be 62. But that's when McTavish and Nat Young wrote their V-bottoms in Honolulu Bay. And that's what, that was the shot that was heard around the world, that we don't need to ride a longboard slogging along anymore. You can turn and accelerate without a bottom turn.
talking 60s. Yeah, 60s. If you get talking 60s, uh, it was Wilderness did start. Michael Pendant and George Reno started Wilderness in 68. Yes, yeah, so that's 60s. Wilderness was back in the Prince of the Still, the Santa Barbara didn't have soap up here. The soap seems like you have to be here every day. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. The reason all you Santa Cruz guys come down there is because we have perfect surf down there. You guys just have a lot of surf. Yeah, that's real surf. Okay. There's nothing better than That's the best surf in California. I can say that because there's nobody here. <laughs> nobody, here with, nobody here without whip. Yeah, but we don't have a lot of it. Yeah, but, but, you know, the ranch is like, it was part of the greatest folklore of surfing in California. So everybody tried to get into that place by sneaking in, voting in, whatever we all did. And so, but, you know, Rincon is still, those type of waves, they'll have a can, campus point. Following. 
spent a lot of time in France and Europe. I never went that way, but all of us are traveling around, and we're bringing our boards and we're serving. And it's funny how you just end up meeting the guys that like the, the core guys in it. Because if some guy's gone to the trouble of traveling with a backpack and one surfboard, you know, you've got a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a guy on vacation right, right. that happened to you know, rent a board. Serious about it. Yeah, we were dead serious about everything we did. Yeah. And so, yeah, we was like, they still are, you still on them?
So Pete and I are on the beach, and we see this guy by himself, and Anya, and it's an offshore wind overhead, just those wedgy peaks went back in the good old days. This guy is ripping on this tiny board, and we're like, oh my God, did we stand on the beach? And here he comes in, it's Mike Doyle with a 5'9". 5'9". Yeah, and he's 6'4". He laid it on the beach, and we BS'd with him, and he told me all about the board, and I took, he told me all the dimensions, I checked he the shaped locker. It? Yeah, yeah, he's, he shaped, he's shaper. He shaped for Hanson, you know, and rode for Hanson surfboards at Encinitas forever. So I went straight. At LA, LA. Yeah, that's what I meant. Southern. No, Encinitas, <laughs> it's a suburb of LA. <laughs>
the Australians. That was the 66 World Contest when Nat Young won, and he won it on a magic set. Longboard. And two foot waves. And he really was the best surfer ever. Nat Young in Australia. But he won that contest. And, and, and even today, John uh, Witzig, who wrote that article, said it really was BS because the Australians, they didn't care. We're all, they're all friendly with the Americans. They just they, they just like to throw stuff out there to get you in the face, not to punch you in the face and see what, what, how you react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wrote that article and everybody thought, we're going to show them. Yeah. They didn't care. Yeah. And then we said that there were people down there to, you know, like, match up. And right. I forget all that. Nobody cared. Care. No one cared, right? dinner and drinks. <laughs> Could be a while. No drinks by any license. Oh yeah. That's right here.